Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, we're going to pick up with Aaron here, who's going to help us out with Mark and Neanderthal's story time. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are well. So thanks for checking in. So we have two two stories this week, but uh, do you prefer hearing how I almost got injured in the kitchen or Paul? Paul, your story uh, let's is... Go with, let's go with how uh, how you got injured in the kitchen. You know, right. let's, let's, I... let's do both of them. Oh, okay. Right. They're, they're kind of similar. Mine's real quick. Okay. I was looking at my phone as I approached the refrigerator door. Right. Reached out for the door. And you know, Aaron, how you shift your weight as you're about to grab the refrigerator door and pull backwards? Right. I missed the handle. So if it had not been for the counter behind me, I would have fallen flat on my back trying to open the refrigerator door. And it was because I was looking at my phone. There's a lesson for all. Yes. Pay attention to what yes. you're doing. <laughs> yep. No, I, no texting and opening the fridge. Right, no texting exactly. and fridging at texting the same and time. eating. Yeah, it was a yeah. bad, bad idea. Aaron, I, uh, I'm a burn victim now, officially. Uh, it's, it's because I was cooking yesterday. Cooking. I was making my mom's secret spaghetti sauce recipe, which I haven't made since last winter. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to make it from scratch and it sits on the stove for like three and a half hours. And you would think after three and a half hours of slow cooking, it'll get a little bit hot, right? So as, right. as I'm sure. putting it in uh, in the container to put in the refrigerator, you know, for later on, um, as I was putting the cover on the container, you know how you push in the middle of a, like a Tupperware thing so it pops down equally on all sides of the cover? Yeah. Well, it's important yeah. to have that cover lined up. Otherwise, the lid will splash into the scalding hot oh. vat of spaghetti sauce uh, that you've just spent over three hours making, uh, splashing onto your naked stomach because you're an idiot and you were cooking in your underwear. So It's like I, motorcycling without a helmet. It, it, kind yeah. of, it kind of is. So... Yeah, yeah, funny for you. It was my stomach looked like the Zapruder film. It was like back and to the left, all over my stomach and my left foot. Now here's the funny part about it is I ran over to the sink because I have lava now burning its way into my stomach. And I run over and it looks like that thing on, on Gorbachev's head back in the day, on my stomach. And I go running over to the sink to to wash that off my stomach, not realizing that I can't feel my left big toe because it's it's been so scalded. You don't need it. I was more worried about appearances. I'm like, well, I can't have my my six pack abs looking <laughs> looking like I looking like a map of Malta there on the side of my on my on my stomach. So um, I still to this moment don't know exactly what's what's happened to my big toe because I still can't feel it. I burned the cuticle. I know that. I know that much. Oh. So I'm officially a burn victim. Hopefully, no skin grafting will be necessary. <laughs> But in any event, it's going to be very, very tasty sauce. That much I know. So, Aaron, the lesson Sounds here, horrible. lesson here is just be careful in the kitchen. Okay, be careful and be and be well dressed in the kitchen. Yes, don't cook in your oh, underwear. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. Thanks for joining us today. All right, there you go, Aaron. Right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Okay, so listen, we all know. 
what happened over the weekend. A, a wonderful, wonderful man had to go to the hospital. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, and, it, and it really, it was, uh, the ripple effect was worldwide. Felt worldwide. It was yes. all over the news. Um, social media exploded with well wishes. It was pretty incredible. This man, yeah, well, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. He's known all over the world. Yep. And, and never, uni- universally admired. Never has there been a man so, so undeserving of having to do something as terrible as go to the hospital. Right. And, and I mean, look, the, the hospital's there in case of an emergency situation, and yeah. this was certainly an emergency situation. And I think if we were to lose this man, um, uh, again, there would be a ripple effect yeah. felt worldwide, yep. uh, and it could change the course of human history. And you know who we're talking about. We're, of course, talking about Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Rick Moranis. That's right. Rick Moranis had to go to the hospital this weekend. This is really BS. It's what such, happened? It's such Did you garbage. see the video? I, I saw the still picture of the suspect that the New York Police Department is looking for. Apparently, random. I saw it. A random punch in the face. He's he, Rick Moranis was just walking down the street. This is Bob McKenzie. He's minding his own business, eh? He was just minding his own business, eh? You know, just walking there, tube organ in his hand. Yes, exactly. No big deal there. And uh, a guy walking the other way, I mean, just hauls off him. and cold cocks him right in the head, knocks him down. Hit. Luckily, he had a toque on, yes. so the blow was softened when he hit the ground. But, my God, it was it, it really is unbelievable. And they got a great picture of the guy. They will get the guy. There's, there's, there's no I mean, doubt. There's, I mean, the only thing that could justify that situation would be if Rick Moranis had, had shrunk that guy's kids. <laughs> that would be the only justification for that for that yeah. kind of violence. They um, they asked Rick Moranis who he thought would do this, and he told him this. Gozer the Traveler. Mm. He will come in one of the pre-chosen mm. forms. During the rectification of the Valdrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving tour. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what happens yeah. when you're the key master. Yeah, and yeah. that's uh, that's dangerous stuff. So they actually did take Rick Moranis to the hospital. He is going to be okay, and he filed a police report after that. But that's such garbage, man. Why, 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 you know, Especially Rick Moranis. Right. I mean, like, you think to yourself, think of, like, all the people who are deserving of a punch in the face. He's not one of them. I mean, you just you can get on. I'm not going to name anybody because we fear the inevitable lawsuit. But, you know, you can think of some celebrity, some move, some actor that you get. Yahoo Serious. <laughs> Yahoo you know, Serious should have been punched in the face decades ago. Rick Moranis, in 1991, his wife passed away. They had two young kids. Yeah. He literally... Left Hollywood, walked away from the business, and and he had a great career going. Yes, he's a, an inf, like imminently employable. He's one of those guys. I mean, he was great in Parenthood. He walked away. The movie from Parenthood that. was fantastic, yeah. proving that he could act as well as be uh, a comedian. And he walked away from it all to raise his two kids, who were very young at the time, which is awesome. And he did that. And now he's starting to pop up every now and again in different things. Well, he but, did that commercial, I think, yeah. with, uh, with uh, what's his name, the guy that owns the cell phone company. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan no, Reynolds. I, yeah. I, you got to respect Rick Moranis even more than you respected him when you walked out of the theater after Spaceballs and said, I respect that man. He's a fine actor. What's interesting, though, is all weekend long, not once did I see a press conference with a line of 17 doctors. <laughs> Who had to? Who no. All, who all Rick, said one sentence? Yes, Rick Moranis did not. He didn't get nearly as many guys in white lab coats <laughs> as the president did. I'm, that you know, is for sure. Yeah. Hello, I'm uh, I'm Doctor Johnson. I would just like to say, um, Rick Moranis got punched in the face, and with that, I'd like to introduce Doctors Doctor Smith. Yeah. Well, I'm Doctor Smith, and uh, we just like to say Rick Moranis got punched in the face, and uh, right here on this side of the face. With that, I'd like to introduce Doctor Jones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that's really what happened in that press yeah. conference. We give a thumbs up and a best wishes. To Rick Moranis.
Uh, you know, this is interesting. The University of Oregon just did a study about people having sleep troubles during the pandemic. And we've heard about this. We've talked to people about this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, look, we're all going through it. If you're if you're dealing with uh, some stress or some issues that uh, and if, you're, if you notice your friends doing that, reach out, check in on them. Yeah. Make sure they're all right. A lot of people are having sleep troubles during the pandemic. Yeah. In fact, one interesting thing this University of Oregon study found out is that the more manly a guy you are. Uh-huh. The more masculine you are, uh-huh. the more trouble you've had sleeping during the pandemic. Well, you all you have to do is take one look at my face, and you can tell I'm not oh. sleeping much. No, no, it and makes, you know, makes complete sense to Absolute me. Absolute sense. I've been, sure. you know, I've been having sleep troubles for a good six or seven months now. I couldn't sleep a wink last night. What'd you do? I went out into the backyard and built a corral for the horses. You have horses? I do now. I went out and lassoed a couple of wild ones last night. Broke them before 6 a.m. Yeah, you do look tired. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Oh, this weekend I was, uh, I don't know, it was about Friday night. Have sleep troubles? 1.30, 1.45 a.m. I went out to the uh, garage, decided I would push the stack. 400 pounds, 26 (laughs) reps. Not sure you knew about that. Heard a little disturbance. Heard a little disturbance in the backyard. Lo and behold, there was a javelina. No kidding. Wrestled them to death. Did you? Yep, yep. Put them in the sleeper hold. Wow. Okay, we don't don't have javelina in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Uh, Horses scare them away. Ah, well, that works out pretty good. Don't have to really deal with that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, all I'm I'm saying is uh, if you are one of those people that's suffering from uh, sleep deprivation, join the club. Yeah, no, absolutely. All all the men are dealing with it right now. How about those Cardinals yesterday? They were not good is what you're saying. I got to tell you. Hey, I got to check in with this guy on the phone here. What's up? Have you had any trouble sleeping during the pandemic? Uh, Not at all. Sleep like a baby. All right. Good talking to you, Nancy. Skirt. Should grow a pair and stay up all night. We might as well get in front of this thing. The dumbassery is probably going to be prevalent throughout the day. So let's give you the Mark and Anderpol dumbass of the day to start your Monday off. Yep. This morning we'll meet Javier Martinez Aguilar. Wow. It sounds like a serial killer. He has three names. Well, you know, it's actually it's the it's the hyphenated last name. Oh, so he's married to somebody in Scottsdale. That is the uh, sort of the Hispanic culture. Oh, they okay. hyphen, hyphenate the, the last name. The mom's name is actually the last uh, oh, last who, name you hear. Who knew? Javier Martinez Aguilar from Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock. Hometown of the recently deceased Mac Davis. Yes. We talked about it last week. They've even got a Mac Davis lane there. How about that? Yeah. So Javier recently spent the day drinking, and at age 42, he's responsible enough to know that he shouldn't be driving. So let's give him some credit for that, okay? Okay. I'll, yeah. he, are we going to have to rescind that credit? Possibly. Okay. As the afternoon turned into evening, Javier was craving some ice cream. You know, a frosty treat? I get it. Uh, But the family had none in the house. The cupboards were bare. Oh, no. So Javier asked his stepdaughter to drive him to the store to get some. So far, he's still being very responsible. She really didn't want to, but Javier was pretty buzzed. Right. And had a craving and was not about to take no for an answer. Or risk his credit rating. (laughs) Right. So, So the stepdaughter started driving Javier to the store and along the way, she failed to yield properly to another vehicle and almost crashed into it. That vehicle turned out to be a police car, which then pulled the car over with Javier and his stepdaughter in it. Okay. Police came up to the car and they saw that Javier was drunk. That was easy to see. Sure. Uh, but they saw, you know, that he did what would normally be the right thing, which is to have somebody drive him. Unless. Now, except in this case, because Javier forced his stepdaughter to do it, and she is 13 years old. Oh. 
Now, I don't know that she's never driven before because with Javier as a stepdad, I'm thinking it's very, very possible. Here's the thing. It's Texas, too, and, like, everybody, you know, there's a lot of farming. Get and people, out on the farm People the have truck. a tendency yeah, to get yeah, in the yeah. truck early in, in a situation like that, so. Still no license, though. Oh, well, that no. makes it uh, yep. illegal. Yep. So the 13-year-old sister who was out earlier, who does have a license, came and took her sister home while Javier was arrested and charged with criminal negligence and taken away. Well, at least he wasn't charged with DWI. No, he was not. So he's got that going for him. Which, which is, is nice. nice. Or is it? Javier Martinez Aguilar, the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. We think that was a beautiful story you just told. The dumbass of the day is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson. Best prices and largest selection at arrowheadharley.com. You know, it's going to get... I was just checking the weather here on the Channel 12 website I chose this time. And uh, we will go over 100 again today, supposedly, like 102 or 3. And I don't know if you knew this, but... uh, Well, you, Paul, you knew that we've shattered the record for 110 degree or more days this year. Okay, just... Okay, yes. Obliterated that record. Yep. But even though this is like... The hottest summer on record. We have not broken the record yet for days over 100 degrees in the calendar year for Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. The record. Well, in fact, I'll I'll read it here. And and here's what I, I got a kick out of this second sentence. But it says on the Channel 12 website, they say we are currently at 137 days with 100 plus degree temperatures this calendar year. The current record is 143 days. Of at least 100 degrees, set back in 1989. I want you to all know this now. The 12 News weather team is watching this tally closely, as there is a possibility we could set a new record this year. Oh. They've got the 12 News weather team, because you need (laughs) a team of certified meteorologists to know when the thermometer hits 100 degrees. You may not know this, but I was actually once part of the 12 News weather team. I didn't know that. I was uh, I was cut on the final day of cuts. <laughs> Turk, Turk knocked at my door. Damn it! Said, yeah, oh, I'm gonna need you to bring man. your bring your iPad and your weather vane Damn to uh, down to the coach's office. Needs to talk to. <laughs> Said they're gonna That's put they're gonna put bad. me. They're, they're thinking about bringing me back to the practice squad next yeah. year, though. Because I, you know. It would be great if you were on the team. You could experience the tension. They're all, they're all just sitting around yes. watching the thermometer saying yes. it's not there yet. It's well, not there yet. It's a science, don't you know? Yeah. I mean, for, for, you know, rubes like us, the unskilled. No, we don't, we don't know numbers. How, no, no, I don't we, know what those we don't numbers know how are. To, we don't no. know how to read a thermometer. They're sitting no, there next no, to it. They're no. just like, uh, 99, 99, Everybody, the 12 News weather team is on the on the lookout to see if we hit 100 degrees again six more times to tie the record because uh, we wouldn't be able to do that ourselves. Yep. I mean, it's not like there's an app right there on your phone that says <laughs> weather that you can. T- As a matter of fact, I'm going to tap it right now. You know what you're going to see when you when it comes up? I'm the not 12 a, News weather team. I'm not a professional, but I can tell you right now, 75 degrees in Phoenix. Only 25 more degrees to go, and the 12 News weather team will get this for today. Yes, and, and we'll, we'll be go. At, and we'll be at 138, only five shy of the oh. record. And you can bet 
The 12 News weather team will be there, ever stalwart, watching that thermometer. Ever vigilant, making an idea that much more possible. Should be good. All right, so we have uh, President Trump still in the hospital with uh, coronavirus. Maybe. Uh, He may be getting released today. We don't know, but I got to tell you. Maybe. Over the weekend, um, boy, he, listen, whatever side of the political fence you're on, you got to admit, the guy turns everything into a parade. It's all a a ceremony. You can tell he and Vince McMahon are very close (laughs) friends. I mean, he's got coronavirus, the president does. Maybe. And you see this whole parade of doctors coming out to make him a a statement. There must have been 15 guys in white lab coats. I was like, are these doctors or is it a gang from the movie The Warriors? It was interesting. There were so many of them there. I expected them all to hold up flashcards to spell out Alabama. They look like they look like (laughs) none of them finished the sentence it was like i'm uh i'm dr smith and i just want to say the president is here in the hospital with that i'll get to introduce you to dr jones dr jones i'm uh the head of uh, internal medicine here at the hospital i can confirm the president is here with that uh dr johnson yeah I mean, they, it, none of them said anything it was really uh it, it was, was incredible else. um staying overnight in a ho- i've never stayed overnight in a hospital i you know well, every, every time i've been in for a surgery trust me I was in the express lane. They got they <laughs> well, got me in and out fast. See, when I was a kid, I had uh, I had chemical pneumonia because that's what happens when you drink furniture polish because you think it's beer and your father induces vomiting because he didn't read the back of the bottle where it says do not induce, induce vomiting. vomiting. Yeah. yeah, so I ended up in the ho- in in the, in the hotel well, in the hospital for a couple of days as a kid. But now you really have to be sick for a hospital to keep you. Remember our old boss Chuck. The old guy that used to run the station, he was kind of like a yes. cross, between, cross between Al Davis and Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. Chuck had a, uh, you remember, he was one of the toughest guys ever, at least according to him. He had a heart stent put in and a pacemaker on a Monday and was back at work on a Tuesday. They don't even keep you overnight for heart surgery anymore. I mean, yeah. literally in and out that quickly. Yeah. You ever, you ever, uh, you ever stayed overnight in a hospital? Yes. As a matter of fact, I have. Um, I had a sty on my kidney. Sty? A sty on your kidney. Or a cyst? A cyst is probably more. Uh, right. Yeah. A kidney a is kidney it, cyst. Is it me or is kidney cyst the name of a band that should be playing the Mason Jar <laughs> Thursday night? Tonight, it's an 18-plus show right. with a kidney cyst. They go on at 10. Yep, featuring the former bass player from Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> kidney cyst makes their triumphant return to the valley. Okay, so she had a kidney cyst. Kidney huh? cyst. Yeah. All right. What about what about this guy? This guy says he's got her beat. Go okay. ahead. What do you got? Well, I've had pulmonary embolisms twice. Wow. I've I've had a brain aneurysm that got taken care of. Wow. My glasses. And and I've been getting vertigo. I was last in on a health hospital, um, maybe a month ago. But I'm still going. All right. Obviously, they weren't able to do anything about that accent. That accent, yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's happened. <laughs> that's going to be a month-long stay. Yeah, it's one, of, one of two things happened. Either he's had a traumatic brain injury or he's from the Bronx. <laughs> yes. I'm, those are the only two. I think it is the latter. I'm no yes. doctor, but that's my official, unofficial diagnosis <laughs> of what's going on there. So. 480-470-KSLX. All right. Some, uh, yeah. You ever been in the hospital overnight? Because <laughs> overnight. It doesn't, it doesn't really happen that much no. anymore. Because, like I said, hell. Every time, bicep, knee, whatever the surgery was, I even had a twofer, all right? I had the vasectomy and the hernia repaired. It was a BOGO deal they were doing that I understand. Day. Yeah, you get a group um, on for that. Sure. Yeah. 
They had me out of that place within like three hours. Well, let me ask you this question. You've had two kids. Not you personally, because right. um, But when your wife was in with the kids, was she there overnight? Uh, y- yes, I guess. you. Well, yeah. one, of the, one of the labors was 18 hours, so it did, it so, did yeah. go overnight. Yeah. yeah. So they charge you for the extra day because she didn't check out before noon? Yeah, I'm yeah, still that, working on yeah. the bill now, actually. Yeah, that, I'm towards the uh, 89th page of it. Uh, good luck with that. This is funny. We were just talking about uh, President Trump being in the hospital. And, Which is you know, not funny. Having to stay overnight. But uh, somebody emailed a, uh, it says, breaking news. Walter Reed Hospital hires new night shift nurse. Oh, boy. And it's got a picture of Nurse Ratched, you know, with the funny hair and the little white nursey cap in, yeah. into the hair and yeah. everything. But the face is Hillary Clinton's. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, there goes the politics. Now you're in the tank. Now you're in the tank. That's for all a of funny them. joke. I'm, I don't care who yeah. you are. Well, no, That's the, the a one funny that, joke. The one that I did see was uh, I've got the COVID. It's the biggest COVID. It's the best COVID anybody's <laughs> ever had. Nobody's had COVID like I have. Many people are saying this is the biggest COVID that's ever been. Yep. You know, if we, look, if you can't joke about stuff like this, then you know we're, we're you know we're under so much stress right now. You just gotta make yeah, gotta gotta laugh about it. Yeah. So we're just you know asking people, have you ever? You ever had to stay overnight in the hospital? Sure. Yes, I have. I've had back surgery and shoulder surgery. I've been beat up. I've been pretty beat up. I'm a biker too. All right. Well, All right. be careful well, out there. Yeah. Wear that's your ne- helmet. That's never, that's never a good sign. If you if you tell people you're a biker and then you list off the list of maladies and injuries that have caused you to go into the hospital, I want to rethink you're riding a motorcycle. That's all I'm saying. Or say. <laughs> Who has some trouble sometimes. Yes. I'm, I'm an occasional biker. Right. I, I'm a biker who occasionally spends my weekends as road pizza. <laughs> so how about you? You ever stayed overnight? Uh, yes, once. It was a work injury on my leg. It ended up being no big deal, but they kept me for a MRI and ended up having to stay overnight. Wow. What'd you do at work? Uh, this was years ago. Somebody dropped a electric forklift battery right on my leg. Ooh. And uh, it ended up just being bruising. A lot of swelling. They thought my quad tendon was torn. You're the only guy I know who's ever had an electric <laughs> forklift battery dropped on his leg. Yay. Yeah, it wasn't a pleasant experience. No, I'm sure no, it wasn't. No, I mean, I mean, you know your car battery, how big your car battery is? Yeah. Like, go like four or five times that. Like, an electric it's, forklift battery is the whole, like, sign of the forklift. It's huge. You know that for sure? Yeah, I used to drive a forklift. Really? Yeah. So that hurts when it gets dumped on your leg. A little bit, yeah. All right, you ever give us a, or Every, you ever you ever had an electric forklift battery <laughs> fall on your leg? Give us a call. 480-470-KSLX. Uh, the exact zero, the, the zero amount of people that have died from forklift batteries <laughs> falling on That would be nasty, though. Uh, it, it would hurt like hell, yeah. No it's, doubt about that. You know, it's crazy. Um, I just read this morning that uh, they're thinking about closing parts of New York City up again, closing non-essential stores and things because they're having another outbreak of COVID. Yeah, Europe has just restricted everything. They're going down a, a second lockdown over in Europe. I saw over the weekend, we only have three states now, three out of 50 states in the United States that do not have, or excuse me, that have declining COVID rates. Only three states are going down now. Are we one of them? We are steady. So we're not going down like we were. We're just steady right now. So we're treading water. Yeah. We're, right. we're, we're on right. even, like. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll I take mean, it. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, obviously. It's not as good I, as going up. I, I would like, yeah, I would like to be. Or it's not as bad as going up. Yeah. I would, I would like to be, you know, one of those. I would like to be the fourth state in that situation where yeah. things are declining. But, yeah. you know, hey, look, I'll take what we can get. You know what the worst, I think the worst state now is Wisconsin. Wisconsin has like massive COVID outbreaks all over the place. And, you know, the reason for that is you've got to pull your mask down to drink beer. 
Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, football yeah. season started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. understandable. The sure, Packers won their first yeah. game. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you know you got some drinking going. Plus, on Plus, you know the the option of potentially contracting a fatal respiratory disease or living in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're rolling the dice yeah, every day you, anyway. You are. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin scientists right now are working on a mask that has cup holders attached to it. Right. Yeah, they're working on that. No word yet on whether it's going to be successful with a tube that will feed you the beer up through the mask. I was just going to say, one of the other difficulties that they're having in Wisconsin is the masks are made of cheese. (laughs) So they're very ineffective. (laughs) I was watching Saturday Night Live, and um, when Chris Rock's doing his monologue, I'm like, all the band members have masks on. I'm like, you know, it's really tough to play a sax that way. I, I would imagine so. Yeah. 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 Trumpet, tuba, yeah. very difficult. Yeah. It, 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 but it's like that muffled thing like that. That <laughs> whop, whop, whop. That it's sort not even of sound. talk flugelhorn. All righty then. So we were talking about the president being in the hospital and just, you know, hospital stays in general. You know, so I, I've had multiple surgeries, but they've always booted me out the same day. I was I was drive through basically. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know the last time I was in a hospital. Oh, I went to the hospital for I had a uh, they call it umbilical hernia. That's basically when you blow a, a hole in your in your in your a belly button and you're you get but a bubble. Did, you get did like they a keep bubble. you overnight or was it I, just no? But no, no. But it was interesting because you had to be there like five o'clock in the morning. Like normally they'd bring you in the night before. You know, they get you all prepped for everything, but now they make you prep the night before, and then you just show up at 5 a.m. Oh, yeah, they don't, they, yeah, they, they yeah, brought you in the night before for a while. You, yeah. you don't eat the night before. Right. So then you, you know, so you're semi-prepped, you come in, and then they yeah. do all the, all the, you yeah, know, the, and the you're drawing on you to make sure they get you on the right side. Yeah, and, and, it's, like and then you, and you, and I think I was home by like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah whenever I, I was, it was I, less than eight hours. I spend more time in this building. In a day than I did in the hospital. Yeah. Now, <laughs> as we talk about, you know, and we just asked if you've ever stayed overnight. Let me just read the first couple of lines from this email. Okay. Uh, I got. I fell off my friend's truck. I was riding in the tailgate standing up. Yeah, that'll, yes. get, that'll get you a trip to the hospital. Sounds yeah. like it. The subject line has the word hospital in it. He says, uh, my friend hit a pothole and I fell out, hitting my head and face and scraping up my knee, hands and side of my face. I got a black eye and a level two concussion. Wow. And they kept me for three days to keep an eye on me. All right. That was for your own good, sir. Yeah, yeah just to keep you out of the back of a next, <laughs> another pickup truck. Woo. As soon as they saw the pickup truck to pick you up on leaving the hospital, it, yeah. was, it was time for them to, to tell you to go back to your bed. I just wanted to let you know that, you know, it's kind of funny you bring up this thing about the hospital because I'm coming up on an anniversary, October 20th of 1984. I was in a car accident, and I spent 18 days in the hospital. Ooh, brother. It was a pretty bad one. I broke my leg, all three bones, tip, fib, femur, shattered my face, collapsed both of my lungs. It was rough. Jeez. Well, was that here? Yes, sir, it was. It was on 67th Avenue and Buckeye. Wow. What, what was longer, the hospital stay or how long you had to wait on hold for us to pick up? Uh, probably the hospital stay, yes, sir. Yeah, but to be fair, just barely, right? Just barely. Just barely, because Guido, Guido never tells us when somebody calls. <laughs> he just We notice this little light blinking. Oh, there's somebody on hold. I wonder how long they called. I called last Thursday. He was waiting a while, yeah. that guy. All but right. not, not 18 days. No. But it was creeping up on it. Yeah. Well. By the way, don't ride in your friend's pickup in the back, especially not standing up. 
the only bad reason, idea. The only reason why you should be riding in a pickup bed at all is if it's a Subaru Brat and you've got those plastic seats that face backward. Mm. Remember those? <laughs> Even those had seatbelts. <laughs> Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.